This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good morning and thank you for joining us for the program this morning. My name is Mike Flick. I'm the pastor of Bible Baptist Church in Pachastrum. And today we're going to continue a series that we started last week on how to win a soul to Christ. Let me remind you of the verse in Proverbs 11 and verse 30 where the Bible says the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life and he that winneth souls is wise. In the New Testament you read in Romans chapter 1 and verse 15 where Paul said I am ready to preach the gospel. Friend, are you ready to preach the gospel? You might say, well, that's the Apostle Paul. You know, that's something only the apostles did. Yeah, but Paul said, be followers of me, even as I am of Christ. Paul, he told us to follow his example. And he said, I am ready to preach the gospel. So friend, that's what these lessons are meant to do, is to give you a few tips, a few pieces of advice on how to win a soul to Christ. Last week, we talked about the need for assurance of your salvation. You need to know that you're saved. And then once you have that assurance, you need to boldly stand on the promises of God, not only that you are saved, but that you have also been called into this ministry of reconciliation. You are an ambassador sent out by the king who has all authority in heaven and earth, and uh, you are commissioned to go out and make disciples. That begins by winning that soul to Christ. Now, discipleship is another story. You, you walk a path with that person. You teach them all things that Jesus commanded us to observe and to do. But today, and in the weeks to follow, we're talking about how to present the gospel to somebody so that they can be saved. So last week, assurance and boldness. Today, we're going to talk about a few other things that I think are important when it comes to winning a soul to Christ. Uh, let me say this. Another piece of advice, you need to be in a good church. You need to be in a church that preaches the gospel, that is evangelistic. You need to be in a church that edifies the saints. Right? You understand what I mean there. To edify the saints is to build them up in their most holy faith. So the right kind of a local church is evangelistic. It is also edifying and it exalts the Savior. So the focus is not on entertainment, the focus is not on prosperity, money, things like that, or social issues. The focus is on the Lord Jesus Christ, knowing Him personally and deeply. If you are in a church that you are not comfortable to invite other people to come and visit, friend, you need to find another church. You need to be in a church that you know, if I invite this person to church, they have a very good chance of hearing the gospel loud and clear so that they can be saved. Because, friend, there are some people, some people, that you personally are not going to be able to win. You can have conversations with them and you can present the gospel to them, but there are some people that are, are not going to get saved simply by having a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Sometimes that person uh, they need to be around other Christians to see exactly what kind of an effect the gospel has on an entire community. And until they see it working in a number of people's lives, they're not going to be convinced. Some people need that. We read in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, But if all prophesy, and there come in one that believeth not, or one unlearned, he is convinced of all, he is judged of all, 
and thus are the secrets of his heart made manifest. And so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is in you of a truth. So here you have somebody that got invited to church and he was an unbeliever. But he came in and he saw how that church operated and it touched his heart and it put him under conviction and he ends up getting saved as a result of being in that church service. So friend, you need to be part of a good church yourself. I'll tell you this, you go out trying to win souls, it takes a spiritual toll on you. And you're not going to continue doing it on an ongoing basis if you don't have some brothers and sisters in your church that are also trying to do it, you're going to get weary in well-doing. You need the encouragement of other people that are, that are willing to go out and, and help you win these souls. And that's one of the benefits of having a good church to support you in this effort. All right, so you need to be in a, a solid church, but the, the next piece of advice I want to give you is this. You need to always have good gospel tracks with you. Now, unfortunately, a lot of churches these days don't even use gospel tracts. Uh, if you're in a good church, an evangelical church, then they're probably going to have some sort of literature that they, can, that they pass out to the public and they make available to their members for distribution. Uh, Jesus said that if we follow him, he will make us fishers of men. So you can think of it like this, that that gospel tract, that's like the bait that you put on the hook. So I would recommend having a, 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 a variation of gospel tracts because you might write, run into one person and they need a tract uh, to cover perhaps uh, topics like evolution and, and atheism and those kind of things. And then you might have another person who's down on his luck and discouraged and he needs kind of an encouraging type of tract. And guys, there are hundreds of tracts written to help whatever the problem might be and then they include the gospel in that tract. Your church perhaps writes their own tracts. We do here at Bible Baptist. We have some tracts that we've written. Uh, but if I could recommend going to a website called chick.com, C-H-I-C-K.com. Uh, Jack Chick is the founder of that publication. And he's now with the Lord. But he put together some of the best cartoon tracts that you can find. And they are wonderful tools to use while you're out soul winning. Now, regardless of where you get the tract, as long as the gospel is clearly presented in there, that's what we're trying to achieve. Always have tracts with you. Guys, there's going to be so many times you don't have an opportunity to sit down and explain the gospel to somebody. And that's, that's fine. That's life. We're, we're busy. We're on the go. That's how life is supposed to be. We're occupied. But then at least be ready to hand the gospel to that person so that when they have time, they can sit down and go through it. I cannot tell you how many times I have been contacted by somebody that has said, I received a gospel tract from one of your church members or from you, and uh, I, I sat down and read it, and then I reread it, and then five days later I read it again, and I gave my heart to Christ. Now what do I do? And then we can start them with some discipleship or follow up with them, invite them to church. But it all started with somebody that had enough boldness to approach another person. And listen, you can do it with strangers. You can do it with people you know. You can do it with the person at the uh, petrol station. You can, the person at the till taking your money at the grocery store. Guys, gospel tracts can work pretty much anywhere, anytime. Now, you need to use some wisdom. Please use wisdom. Be kind. Be gentle. When you approach people, smile. 
smile. And, and yes, it's going to take a little boldness, but once you do this a few times, you'll get very used to it. and It gets very exciting. But all you got to do is go over to him and say, uh, pardon me, sir, I, I see you sitting there. Would you mind if I just left you something to read? And smile and hand it to him. If he says no, then move on. Don't sit there and argue with him. Try to force him to take it. If he takes it, he's just going to crumple it up, throw it away, or not read it, or be bitter that you forced it on him. So don't force it. Uh, You can go up and and say, uh, pardon me there, just some food for thought, and hand him the gospel tract. It it depends on what gospel tract you're using, but I I have a, a gospel tract that on the front of it, it says a love story. Well, I'll go to people and say, sir or ma'am, would you like a love story? And then I, I hand them that little booklet. Most people are open to the idea of a love story. They're going to take that booklet and hopefully read it later on. So there are many, many ways that you can use gospel tracts. Uh, one preacher said it like this, that gospel tracts are like God's little soldiers because they can get in places that we can't. If you're scared of uh, approaching other people, what you can do is take these gospel tracts and leave them lying around in strategic places where other people might pass by and see it and pick it up. But always have gospel tracts on you. And this leads me to say something else about soul winning. Uh, Be respectful. If you hand somebody a gospel tract, you might be able to follow that up with with this kind of question. You can say, uh, sir, have you ever seen this before? Or has anybody ever given this to you before? And they say no. And, and, And they don't seem bothered that you're asking. You say, well... Uh, we try to talk to people about what's inside this tract as often as we can. Uh, sir, if you died today, are you 100% sure you'd go to heaven? Now, see, you can just start right in on a conversation there. You'd be surprised how many people are happy to talk about that. You're going to find some that don't want to talk about it. Okay, respect that. Respect their freedom not to talk about it. But many times people are actually looking for somebody to explain it to them. So when that opportunity arises and the door opens, be respectful. The Bible says the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient. So be patient. Be gentle. When somebody allows you to talk to them about the gospel, you don't need to pull out your soapbox, stand up and start pointing the finger and hollering at them uh, as if you're preaching in church. You're, you're having a conversation. So be respectful. If they say, I go to such and such a church, or uh, I believe this or that about the Bible, what they're saying might be complete nonsense. That church they go to may be a horrible church. But be respectful. You don't have to unload on them right away and say, what are you thinking? Why would you go to church there? Be patient with them. They, they probably haven't been told the dangers that lurk in that church. They've probably never had anybody explain to them why their particular worldview or their approach to spiritual things, why it's so strange. Maybe they need somebody to patiently walk them through that. Be respectful, be patient, be gentle. Next week, Lord willing, we will follow up on this series of lessons on how to win souls. But in the meantime, I hope that you go out and put some of this advice into practice. One of the essential things you need in order to learn how to win a soul is practice. If you need more information on this topic, please feel free to reach out to us. You'll find our contact details on our website, bbcpotch.com, and we also encourage you to follow our YouTube channel, Bible Baptist Potch.
This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.